Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A Prince George's County police officer faces multiple charges after being indicted. Luke Lukert. A change in Maryland when mail-in ballots can start to be counted in the upcoming election. This is Kyle Cooper. It was a rough week for the stock market and the worst may not be over. We hear more at 810. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Wild weather is now clobbering Canada. CBS's Dana Jacobson with the latest on Hurricane Fiona. It's expected to be one of the worst storms in the nation's history. A rare hurricane warning is in effect as Fiona crosses eastern Nova Scotia with maximum winds of 90 miles per hour. Power outages are reported already in Nova Scotia. Fiona pounded Bermuda Friday as a Category 4 storm. Puerto Rico is still dealing with Fiona's deadly fury. Half of the island is still without electricity. Florida is now bracing for what could be a major weather event hitting the Gulf Coast next week. Tropical Storm Ian has formed in the Caribbean. It's the ninth named tropical storm of the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season. Dan Roberts with the National Hurricane Center. Pretty much the entire peninsula is in the cone right now except the extreme western portion of the panhandle. It would be the first major hurricane to hit Florida since 2018. A global climate strike was held yesterday in New York, Jakarta, Tokyo, Rome and Berlin to highlight the effects of global warming. We actually have no time to waste in terms of passing climate legislation. Activists are demanding more action. There's a new lawsuit in Florida regarding the flights that carried dozens of asylum seekers from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. Here's CBS's Manuel Bohorkas. Florida State Senator Jason Pizzo, a Democrat, says the $615,000 flights violate state law and is now asking a judge to stop Republican Governor Ron DeSantis from launching similar flights. Rent prices keep going up, and even those with full-time jobs are having a hard time paying. WTSP reporter Miranda Parnell on what's being called the working homeless. Graphic designer David Zidlick had a home he could afford, and then one day, he didn't. A short conversation on a Sunday afternoon completely changed my life. That conversation is one more and more people are hearing each day. Their rent is suddenly going up to a price they can't afford. Zidlick found his way to Pinellas Hope. It's a temporary emergency shelter. We have a a lot of people here who leave at 6 in the morning and they don't come back till late at night because they are working and they're still looking for a place that they can afford. Omicron continues to evolve. CBS medical contributor Dr. David Agus said the variant is still around and highly contagious. There's no blood test or laboratory test to tell you how aggressive it is. So we're paying attention and we are worried that it does have such a large rise in Europe. The CDC says 4.4 million Americans have rolled up their sleeves already for the updated COVID booster shot. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 on Saturday, September 24th. We're at 51 degrees and we're going up to the 70s today.
Good morning, I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. People can now move freely around the Bailey's Crossroads area. Some roads there were closed for more than five hours yesterday after gunshots rang out. Lifting the lockdown, Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says the gunfire that shattered glass and hit two cars at the Starbucks here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street was not from a high-powered rifle. What we went with was original information uh, from witnesses that believed that it came from across the street in that high-rise building. Spital says now that the forensics team has examined the scene and evidence. We're confident that those are pistol rounds. Again, no longer believe that they're from a position of elevation, uh, which uh, changes the course of the investigation. Police do want to hear from anybody, though, who might have seen anything related to the shooting before noon Friday. At Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. Another Prince George's County police officer is now facing criminal charges. Corporal Travis Fobel is accused of felony theft and misconduct in office. The department says they've investigated him for unauthorized activities while on duty dating back all the way to 2018. Last month, 13 officers with Prince George's County Police were also indicted for theft and misconduct in office. Those officers are accused of working for a private security company while they were on duty for the county. Fobel has now been suspended without pay. The department says his police powers were suspended in February. He will be arraigned next month. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. A ruling from a Maryland judge changes when some ballots are counted for the midterm elections. A judge in Montgomery County has approved a request from the Maryland Board of Elections that will allow mail-in ballots be counted as they come in instead of after Election Day. The board made the request anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in the November election. Judge James Bonifant said mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. The ruling only applies to the upcoming election, and even though the mail-in ballots can be counted early, the results of those ballots will not be publicized until Election Day. Counting can begin on October 1st. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And local election boards in the state are reacting to yesterday's ruling. Without allowing mail-in ballots to be counted as they're received, election results in Maryland can stretch for weeks, as they did in Montgomery County in the July 19th primary. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections says mail-in ballots have become increasingly popular in the state. Right now, the mail-in ballot request sits at about 116,000. Zelaya says the key to getting those timely election results is having voters return their mail-in ballots quickly. The decision by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge applies to this election alone. It does not make a permanent change to Maryland state law. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. There was no immediate reaction from the campaign of Dan Cox. WTOP has reached out to Cox, who is running for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. Still ahead here on WTOP, it was a bad week for stocks, but they may not have hit bottom yet. It's 8.06. Every success you've had began with opportunity. Now there's another one. At University of Maryland Global Campus, we provide no-cost digital resources to replace textbooks in most courses. And that's not all. You'll receive your accredited online education at an affordable tuition with a choice from more than 125 degree and certificate programs. With online and hybrid courses, get everything you need to succeed again. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. 
Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from DC Lottery. Inspired by the district. Made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local DC Lottery retailer. Because here in DC, this is how we play. Please play responsibly. This Friday through Sunday, it's Marlowe Furniture's spectacular 72-hour power sale. The event you don't want to miss on Marlowe's finest selection of beautiful home furnishings. See 50% off all stylish Marlowe living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Plus, decorate now and pay later with 60 months no interest financing. Bring your style to life. Shop the 72-hour power sale this weekend, Friday through Sunday, and save 50% off plus 60 months no interest financing. At Marlowe Furniture, with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. Good morning, it's 8.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center. All right, good morning, John. And it is a good morning this Saturday morning. Roadways cooperating. We had a crash for a moment. For a nanosecond, if you were on the inner loop, you may have hit the brakes after Connecticut toward the Temple. They showed up, they cleared the vehicles out of the travel lanes, and we are back to speed all the way around the Beltway. Once again, no major issues. If we continue on the Maryland side, interstate travel's doing well. 270 from Frederick to the Beltway, 95 between the two Beltways. Same with the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in that stretch. No major incidents, no major slowdowns. On 32, as you head westbound toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, stay alert. On the left side, we have a scheduled work zone. Unclear if they're there yet. It still appears to be moving at speed. If you're on your way toward the eastern shore today or even from the eastern shore, back 50 from the Beltway across the bay all the way through Y Mills is traveling very well. Inside of the Beltway, 50 travels well and on to New York Avenue, no major incidents. On if you're traveling on East Capitol Street near RFK Stadium, this is the first report of a crash. It could be outbound on the uh, Whitney Young Bridge, so watch for response. You are at speed until we pin this one down. Event in the district is Fiesta D.C., closing Pennsylvania Avenue between 7th and 3rd in front of the Capitol and Constitution as well in that stretch, and all north-south crossing streets, so even to include streets on the mall. A full list could be found at WTOP.com. And across the Potomac in Arlington, it's Clarendon Day. So we have street closures, Wilson and Clarendon Boulevards to be closed. Again, you can find that at WTOP.com. And this traffic report is being brought to you by Fitzmall. Save on a used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4's Clay Anderson. Starting out rather fall-like and crisp across the area. Temperatures starting out in the 40s to low 50s in many areas. Morning clouds will give way to afternoon sunshine. Saturday will be the pick of the weekend with plenty of sunshine and winds will be light 5 to 10 miles per hour. Now winds will switch to the southwest overnight, bringing an increase in clouds and increase in temperatures, waking up Sunday with temperatures in the 50s. Rain showers isolated for your Sunday, Monday and Tuesday, sunshine returns and temperatures in the 70s. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Still just 49 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 56 now in Foggy Bottom, 56 in Silver Spring, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8-11. It was another rough week on Wall Street with the Dow closing at its lowest point in two years. Markets around the world are falling, too, and it has many people wondering about a possible recession. Let's go deeper now with Paul Brandis, a finance columnist at Dow Jones Market Watch who worked for several years on Wall Street. 
Good morning, Paul. Could we be in a recession already here? Well, you know, John, the classic definition of a recession is two quarters of negative economic growth, both the first and the second quarters of this year were negative. And as the third quarter comes to an end next week, models show slightly positive growth, but just barely. So we could be in one. I think we're in one, but uh, the numbers are kind of, uh, you know, they're very negative, no question about it. The job market, I think, is the thing to keep an eye on here. The unemployment rate remains quite low, 3.7%, but layoffs are starting to pick up. That is very worrisome. More companies say the cost of doing business is increasing faster than sales, that cuts into profits, and when profits go down, companies will try to protect their margins. That can mean layoff. We're starting to see, in fact, a lot of layoff announcements. And looking ahead, you've got big retailers like Walmart and Target and uh, all the others say they're going to hire fewer holiday workers this year. That is an ominous sign. And even the Fed, which, as you know, hiked a, a key interest rate this week, says the unemployment rate will have to go up next year so there's growing pain 2023 is looking uh, to be a pretty uh, tough year yeah you said a month ago we were still in a bear market and the market yeah. hasn't gotten any better since then so where could it be headed now well the s p is already down about 25 percent well into bear market territory but look as long as interest rates continue to rise and profits continue to fall that's bad news for equities and of course real estate is starting to buckle prices are beginning to fall in certain markets around the country homes are staying on the market for longer even around here overall housing affordability now at the lowest level i think since the late 80s 88 or 89 or something so that is not uh, looking good uh, either so again 2023 is uh, looking to be a, a pretty tough year Taking a step back, is there a bigger picture to take a look at here? Well, this is a global problem. The issues that we're having, inflation, slowing economies and so forth, uh, you see that in Europe, you see that in uh, Canada, Mexico, uh, all around much of the developed world. We're living through, frankly, an extraordinary period, this pandemic followed by the biggest war in Europe since World War II. These are very disruptive events, and they've really just uh, overturned uh, everything. So inflation, supply chains continue to ripple through the economy. Just a very, very tough times. I think we've got to buckle down. All right. Once again, that's analysis from Dow Jones Market Watch finance columnist Paul Brandis. Just ahead, protests over one college's plan for its own campus police force. 814. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WTOP to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code WTOP only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over West Virginia only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. DraftKings is a partner of Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. 
you're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Friday Night Football saw a slow start for Virginia, made it interesting, had a chance to win it, but in the end, Syracuse final drive gets a field goal with about a minute and a half left as uh, Syracuse holds off Virginia 22-20 as the Orange improved to 4-0 on this young football season. Maryland, they've got a huge task on Saturday afternoon as they visit number four Michigan at high noon from the big house. And on paper, Wolverines favored by 17 over 3-0 and Maryland. Baseball Nationals fall at the Marlins 5-2. Lane Thomas led off the game with a homer for the Nats. Then the bats went silent until Joey Manessis had an RBI double in the eighth. Josiah Gray had three strikeouts, gave up four earned runs over six innings of work. He took the loss. Nats fall at the Marlins 5-2. Same two on Saturday night down in Miami. Orioles winners Friday night beat the Astros 6-zip, preventing Houston from winning their 100th game of the season. Roger Federer said goodbye to tennis. His uh, final match Part of the Labor Cup over in London. Played some doubles. Uh, lost the match, but he won everybody's heart. Not a dry eye in the house in London as they send off the 20 Grand Slam time winner. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. A property management company owned by the family of former President Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, has agreed to pay a large civil penalty to settle a lawsuit brought by Maryland's Attorney General. It claimed tenants were charged illegal fees and had to put up with substandard living conditions. The January 6th committee is set to hold a hearing next week. It could be the final time the committee publicly convenes before releasing a final investigative report. A judge has ruled that Arizona can enforce a near-total ban on abortions that had been blocked for nearly 50 years. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Protesters took control of a Johns Hopkins University town hall meeting that was focused on the planned introduction of an armed campus police force. The event was moved to an online-only format after the crowd of chanting protesters took over the stage. The school has said it wants the armed police force as part of a comprehensive approach to addressing crime around campus. Critics have questioned how that police force would be held accountable. It's 818. And with traffic and weather on the 8s, here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center. All righty. Thanks, John. And always thanks to WTOP listeners keeping us updated on things. If you're on the Maryland side, no, actually, no matter where you are this early Saturday morning, roadways are cooperating. But in Maryland, 270, Frederick to uh, the Beltway and back, all running well. 95 Beltway to Beltway doing okay. But Maryland 200 ICC, they are setting up the new work zone in Lay Hill as you head eastbound toward interstate 95 you pass lay hill road stay to the right to get by scott says they're just beginning to lay out the cones with a single lane no delays yet and we will watch it another zone in maryland to perhaps watch for 32 heading westbound near the baltimore washington parkway they're scheduled to be along the left side 
No major troubles on the Beltway. Maryland side, both Montgomery and Prince George's County should be moving pretty well. On the inner loop and near 29, so after 50 in Fairfax, they were looking for the new crash. Didn't see it initially in our camera shot. Still working on 66. We have one remaining zone heading westbound past Route 7 toward the Beltway. Stay left to get by. They may be clearing the front end. Can't see that when in our camera shot. Both sides of 66 be in Fairfax between Route 50 and the Fairfax County Parkway. The lanes will divide right down the middle. All four lanes in both directions divided. If you're exiting heading westbound to the Fairfax County Parkway, stay right. And if you'd like to reach Monument Drive or Stringfellow, be sure to stay in the left two lanes. Reiterating again, all lanes will go straight through, but if you're exiting in a certain place, be sure to be on that side of the roadway. The tolling has begun on the west end of 66 express lanes between Centerville and Gainesville. Be sure to have your transponder. The Capitol Home Show, September 23rd through the 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. For more information and discount tickets, go to CapitolHomeShow.com. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Clay Anderson, I am still not quite used to these cooler morning temperatures yet. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get used to it throughout the rest of the morning, but we do see a gradual warming trend and see the clouds still peeking across our area. Once we get these clouds to burn off in a couple hours or so, we'll see the sunshine and feel a little bit better. Until then, the early morning jog, it may not be a bad idea to find that old baseball cap and that jacket. So the forecast for today calls for morning clouds, gives way to afternoon sun. Temperatures will be rising to the mid-60s to the low 70s. Winds light from the north, but they will switch over to the southwest later on this afternoon and the overnight. With the overnight, the advance of more clouds, it will be a warmer start to your Sunday tomorrow with temperatures in the low to mid-50s, warming up quickly to the mid to upper 70s, but there will be an in advance of a storm system that will be bringing us some isolated rain showers primarily in the afternoon and evening for your Sunday after the football game it looks like as of now. For Monday into Tuesday, sunshine returns and seasonal temperatures, high temperatures in the 70s. Temperatures in the district include Penn Quarter, 53 degrees, starting to warm up in town. Logan Circle, 54 degrees, and Deanwood coming in also at 54 degrees. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up, a music superstar rocks the White House before playing Nats Park tonight. It's 821. Here's Ross Fard, an ICAM subject matter expert at CISA on the CISO Handbook Discussion. Sponsored by CyberArk. That is one of the real important aspects of implementing a zero-trust architecture is it's information-informed decisions you make continuously about your environment, who's accessing your environment, what they're getting access to. And that changes all the time. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K.com. 
Regency's biggest ever. This Saturday and Sunday, it's Regency Furniture's total warehouse liquidation at the world's largest furniture outlet in Waldorf, Maryland. Over $47 million of furniture inventory will be cleared out to the bare walls. First time ever. Furniture starting at $69. Regency must liquidate everything this weekend. All top name brands have been discounted up to 80% off. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and mattresses at massive price reductions. Hurry. Early bird specials start at 8 a.m. Saturday. Regency's total warehouse liquidation in Waldorf this weekend. If you've tried antidepressants and talk therapy but continue to feel depressed, you should know it doesn't have to be that way. Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth specializes in treating the toughest cases of depression with TMS therapy, the safe and effective FDA-cleared non-drug, non-invasive therapy. If medications and talk therapy haven't fully resolved your symptoms of depression, schedule a free consultation today with Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth. Visit GreenbrookTMS.com. That's GreenbrookTMS.com. We are here to help. It's time for the WTOP Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Be the first caller at 855-885-1035 to correctly identify the mystery newsmaker and win a family four-pack of tickets to see Beyond King Tut, the immersive experience at the National Geographic Museum. Here's the voice, and good luck. I've played in some places before that have been beautiful, but this is probably the icing on the cake. This is WTOP News. And it's now 824. The Prince George's County Council is putting the brakes on a controversial plan that would rezone parts of Bowie and Mitchellville. Council Chairman Calvin Hawkins says a joint public hearing set for next week will be rescheduled. Residents in the Bowie area have been raising concerns about some of the zoning decisions made in the new plan and argued the process was being deliberately rushed. Earlier this week, County Councilman Tom Dernoga sent a letter to several of his colleagues and other county lawyers warning that the process was flawed and the council was leaving itself open to a lawsuit it probably wouldn't win. This is a process flaw. This is a clear loser. It's not clear when the hearing will be rescheduled, but it becomes more likely that any plan won't be approved until a new council is sworn in later this winter. John Dome in WTOP News. Eldon John is in town. He's performing at Nationals Park tonight, and last night he played at the White House. That was far from the only hit Elton John performed on the South Lawn for a crowd of 2,000. Crocodile Rock, Tiny Dancer, and Your Song were just some of the others. The 75-year-old was honored for his AIDS activism and decades of tunes. But President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden, who surprised the legendary rocker with the National Humanities Medal. Throughout his career, Elton found his voice. Not only his voice, but his voice to help others and help them find their voice. It's wonderful to be here amongst so many people who have helped my AIDS Foundation and my heroes, the ones that work day-to-day -day on the front line. Matt Small, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Steve Dresner. For the week, the losses were certainly not pretty for the Dow, which lost 4%. The S&P 500 dropped 4.6% for the week. That's a lowest mark since June 17th, and the Nasdaq fell 1.8%. Looking ahead to next week on Tuesday, we'll get the numbers for durable goods orders as well as new home sales. On Thursday, the numbers will be out for jobless claims. Steve Dresner, WT. News. And coming up, a storm is brewing in the Atlantic. It could hit the U.S. next week, 826.
What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life.